Welcome back, listeners. Oh my goodness. Hi, Camille here, your girl, your over 30-year-old girl, host of hashtag this is 30. Hello. Hope you all have been doing well. Um, another episode, another month. Welcome to October and chilly fall happening. I love it, even though it's been actually a little bit nippier than I thought it would be this quickly. And uh, we're going to presume that I've been losing weight. I better be. I haven't weighed myself yet. But anyway, with the working out I've been doing and trying to eat better and eat less a little bit here and there. Actually, quite a bit. But whatever. Um, I understand now why people like I used to kind of make fun of skinnier people and be like, oh, you're so cold. Oh, wah, wah, wah. Must be nice to not have a lot of body fat. <laughs> And now I kind of feel like one of those people on my walks. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm freezing. What is this world? But I love it. I love it. It's, I just don't want it to get any colder than it is, you know? Even like today, it's beautiful. It's like 70-ish. It's perf. But anyway, you didn't come here for that. So full disclosure, um, I actually had intended to talk about Married at First Sight which I know if you guys have listened since the the non-non since back in the day, that was like, gosh, like my second episode that I'd ever done. I was a wee child, but um, yeah, I wanted to come back to that. That was my plan. And I still probably will talk about it because I've been enjoying this season. But um, yeah, this week was interesting for me emotionally. Um, particularly like two days ago. Welcome to your 30s. (laughs) I don't know about anybody else, but like it could, it could be like one day there's like you're on a high and then the next day you're kind of like, whoa, like this is difficult. This is a little bit challenging today or even throughout one day. So yeah. And that's not an excuse for us to be called crazy ladies, but you know what I mean? Like just the highs and lows emotionally that can happen. So Um, that was me Monday where I was just like, whoa, I'm having a tough day. Just kind of woke up with some struggles. And then by the afternoon, I was like, thankfully better. Um, you know, I had my mom called me and we got to talk and just from today's now what Wednesday. Oh my gosh. No, today's Thursday. Wow. (laughs) But yeah, so, um, I changed my mind, I think, yesterday. I was like, you know, I don't want to talk about Married at First Sight. I kind of want to be more authentic and transparent as far as, like, how I felt. Like, like I said, the ups and downs and just feeling emotional. Um, I could try to blame that on hormones, but whatever the case, it doesn't... I don't need very many hormones to be emotional, apparently. So, um, and I'm owning that. So, um, I thought about how trying to discuss mental health because I was trying to tie it in with like emotions and dating and then it took me to well what about mental health and dating so to kind of keep it like short and sweet I um, found an article um, by Talkspace so I can't take credit I did not write this I am not even sponsored by Talkspace I don't have a Talkspace account I, I believe that they're like a therapy avenue I'm not sure I get confused because there's Talkspace. I think there's Headspace as well. Um, But anyway, I believe it's some sort of counseling or therapy that you can get. Um, So yeah. So they wrote this article and I thought it would be cool to talk about it 
in case anyone else is interested, it's titled Six Quick Tips to Maintain Your Mental Health While Dating. So, and it's it's pretty short and sweet, but I just thought it would be cool to talk about it since I've ne- I haven't really discussed um, mental health really on the on this show in regards to dating. So, I will go ahead and just jump right into it. So, the first thing that they recommend as far as some tips to avoid some of the hurt that can happen, um, you know, or the emotional suffering in dating is drum roll. Imagine a drum roll. If I can say it, drum roll. Um, try not to be jealous, which I thought was interesting because I can't speak for everybody, but for me personally, um, that is not one of my big struggles or, uh, let me say it has not been one of my biggest struggles. Um, jealousy has I always used to kind of joke that the guys I were the guys I how do you say that the guys I were dating um that they I really had no concern about them being with anybody else I'll just put it like that um do I have any proof of that no they may have very well been behind my back talking to other girls or whatever the case may be um which because to me jealousy ties into cheating so to me I'm like I'm not going to be that jealous because I don't think that you're doing anything wrong. And I also don't think that like a lot of the guys I dated were kind of like loners or like not super out there type of dudes, like not the life of the party types is what I'm trying to say. So they didn't give off the vibes of like, I've got to be super jealous around you or concerned about you. But, um, but then on the other hand, there is a part of me that, um, I can relate to when maybe like a pretty girl would talk to them sometimes or he would talk to a pretty girl. There's that little bit that would rise up. Like I I guess some possessiveness would come up a bit where it's like, okay, like you're not going to just straight up like flirt with somebody else in front of me or heaven forbid, like, you know, show physical affection to some other girl in front of me, you know. But I think that that warrants like some frustration slash jealousy if that were to happen that's pretty brazen um that really hasn't been my experience either nobody overtly was doing anything like that in front of me thankfully but anyway this isn't about me in particular but just you know again trying to show some transparency in my situation you guys know I probably say too much on here so um yeah so try not to be jealous there you go tip number one um Just they're basically the short blurb of what they recommend is that if someone you're dating, your significant other goes out and you know they're with attractive people, it can make you start comparing yourself to other people. And that's an unhealthy mindset to fall into because it can exacerbate insecurities. So try your best to stop comparing yourself. Easier said than done. But there you have it. Or just date someone that's maybe not as attractive and perhaps nobody will holler at them like that, you know? could always do that. Um, tip number two, which ties into number one for me, manage the anxiety of your partner cheating, which I guess this is like a big issue, a big thing that's going on out here. Um, this article isn't super new, but again, I can't really speak to this as much because if I wasn't super jealous, then I mean, I really also was not concerned about being cheated on. So I've never had that, like, in the past when I was, you know, the people I've dated. I can't think of a time where I was, like, 
super concerned. Oh, actually, I take that back. I can think of one where I was like, um, okay, you're communicating with an ex, like texting with an ex, but so that drew some suspicion. Um, and I happened to see it on his phone. The phone was turned on. I did not break into the phone. So let's not go there. I did not use his thumbprint while he was asleep. (laughs) But it was literally like phone unlocked, phone open, text open, like could not miss it. Um, Yeah. And I I saw it while I was helping him. But yeah, so that that is a more relatively recent, I guess, experience where I was like, oh, that's kind of that's just like messed up, though, too. Like felt very inappropriate. But Yeah, so, um, yeah, I guess it's just basically saying, like, if you're, well, it does say it here. If you're afraid of your partner cheating, try to stop being afraid before you are given a reason to be afraid. So, makes sense. Don't stress yourself out unnecessarily. Again, probably easier said than done, especially if you're dating somebody that's really attractive, that can breed jealousy, and then that could also lead to you thinking that they're cheating, and that's just a nasty, you know, pool that could just happen. Um, but yeah, that's, that's an interesting one. I didn't expect that to really be on the list, but, um, basically they recommend examine what you're afraid of, and that can be helpful to examine the anxiety you have around them cheating and, um, consider working with a therapist. Shocker. I feel like therapy is such a big recommendation now, um, in our culture, so yeah, I don't have a, I don't have too much to expand on that one. I think that one's kind of like uh, self-explanatory a bit. I think it doesn't even matter how attractive the person is. And I, I'm obviously you guys know, I joke a lot. So to me, if you're dating somebody that is super hot, then obviously other people will find that person hot. And then if they already have a character of doing things that are like maybe too many likes, you know, hard eyes on social media or, um, a past history of cheating that they haven't tried to rectify or learn from and uh or if they're just not ready to like settle down you know just still out there doing their thing um yeah I guess it's just something to be mindful of is what they're saying so and then the third one is try to apply logic to love which is an interesting sentence to say um so I'll just read the little blurb because that's a little bit like interesting wording to me that doesn't quite make sense. We can't help who we like, but we can help who we choose to date. Before entering into a new relationship or deciding to continue a current one, think about whether your lives make sense together. Think about whether you fit, quote unquote, as people. Um, well, I guess that says, that says it right there. Okay. Okay. So I see what they're saying. And I did read this prior to So I don't want you to think I just pulled it up five seconds ago and was like, oh, try to apply logic to love. Don't know what that means while I'm, you know, live on air right here. No editing. Um, But that makes sense. That basically means like, think about if you guys are a good match, if your lives would mesh together uh, before you agree to be boyfriend, girlfriend, like date long term, heaven forbid, get married. Like you should definitely be thinking you know, before then, um, do our lives make sense together? Okay. That's a good one. Um, I guess the point of that would be like, obviously if you don't mesh together well, that you're going to have a lot of stress and headache and strife and, you know, 
just disjointedness going on between the two of you, which could contribute to poor mental health. Makes sense. I can say that I have been there before. (laughs) Again, same person that also happened to be somebody that I saw was texting with somebody they had previously dated. Um, That was poor logic. And I mean, thankfully, you know, between prayers and then also just coming to my senses, like things end. And thankfully that did end, which it should have ended. Um, But it's like in at the moment, I guess that's why this seems so this advice seems so simple, but also like when actually applying it can be challenging. Um, and depends on where you're at. I guess if you're at a stage where you're like, I don't care, I'm just dating for fun, just kind of getting what I can from this person and then moving on, then you might not have to apply as much logic to love. But if you're over 30, especially, like, I would think at this age, a lot of us, I can only speak for myself, like, want to settle down, want to get married, want to have, like, somebody that makes sense and is a good fit for your life and vice versa. So, um, makes sense. Sounds like they're just saying, like, actually really consider and think about it. (laughs) What a concept. Um, So yeah, trust me. Trust me. I think that one is, that might be the best advice of so far for me anyway. But okay. All right. Um, I'm going to take a quick break and then I will be right back. Okay, and I'm back. Um, Okay, so I kind of told a fib, kind of accidentally, well, accidentally, Um, but as this goes on, I actually like these last three tips the best. I guess they save the best for last, at least for me. So I said before break that that's like the best tip so far for me was try to apply logic to love, aka actually just think about does this person make sense for me to be with? Like, do they make sense in my life? Do we make sense together? And then they they hit it out the park for me with these last three. So tip number four, numero cuatro, because I'm bilingual. Clearly not. Um, be prepared for rejection. I mean, come on. Is that not gold? That's golden right there. Um, which is, again, easier said than done. What? Who likes rejection? come on now. And I know that's like, that's the majority of dating really, which is like what makes it so difficult. Like, okay, basically just gearing up for rejection. Who, who might reject me today? And you know, for guys too, vice versa. Um, long story short, they recommend on here, if you're going to take rejection personally and assume it's something bad about you, the entire concept of dating will be difficult. (laughs) Rejection is simply part of dating, which is I, you know, basically reiterating what I said. And, um, people cannot help who they are interested in, nor who they aren't. Try not to take rejection as a judgment of you, but simply as a reflection of another person's preferences. That is awesome advice. Again, easier said than done, but that's a really good way to put it because if you, and I know I've been guilty of this before, like it's hard, like it's hard, especially even just online dating and just in the, the generic basis of online dating is the swiping or the messaging, um, or the liking, whatever that like not getting a, not getting a message back when you've liked a guy on there or 
um, messaging a couple messages back and forth and then nothing, which I've also been guilty of, but oh Lord, trying to get better with that, which sounds silly, but I don't want to be that person anymore. That's just like leaving things, you know, on ghost. So I have been that person that's like one or two messages. And then I'm like, you know, um, I wish you well. I don't think that we're, you know, we're not a good fit. And it's like, I don't know if that's necessary, but anyway, trying to sow good seeds for what I've done in the past. Cause I mean, even that is a form of rejection. If you dial it down to that, you know, minute of a scale, like if you, if you're excited about a guy and you see his profile and you're like, oh my gosh, this is a hit right here. Like he's Christian, he's hot, he is in shape, he uh, has a random dog or his dog with him, you know, whatever. (laughs) Um, And then you like each other, whatever, like, you know, if you match with each other, goodness, how long has it been? I'm struggling with the terms, but you know what I mean? If you match and then you message a little bit, or maybe, maybe I've had it before where you don't even get a message. You both like each other, but who knows what happened? Maybe it was an accidental like on his part, or he isn't interested anymore, or he didn't see it. Like, there's so many things that could happen. So, um, yeah, really, really good advice. I guess you're supposed to just kind of walk around or think that, you know, think in a way that you've just got like a bulletproof vest on, I guess, over your heart, because it's, that's a challenge though, but it's a really good advice. So I like that one. Okay. Okay. We're almost at the end. Um, tip number five, don't have excessive expectations, which is pretty cool. Cause I think that ties into the be prepared for rejection. So if you're preparing yourself for rejection and then it's like, well, I wasn't expecting that much. So I don't feel that bad if this doesn't work out, you know, um, again, I feel like a broken record. Easier said than done. I think up to a certain point, it's easy to do that. And then naturally, there's going to be, maybe you expect a good morning text. Maybe you expect him to pay for the date. Maybe you expect him to be on time. Like, obviously, that's a big one, an important one. But uh, I guess you have to make sure your expectations are within reason. So the recommendation here is don't start planning the future too soon. Woo! Guilty. Hashtag especially in the dating phase. Expectations can set you up for disappointment and they're also restrictive. Unreasonable expectations can put too much pressure on a relationship early on and it's important to be present in each stage of the relationship. That's so good. Oh my gosh, I received that totally. So just let each stage and phase that you're in with a guy or a girl, if there's any guy listening, I don't know, um, let it play out, which if it means like, okay, we only message... And then that's the end of that phase and this little journey that we've been on, then that's it. Um, makes sense. I mean, obviously, I guess there's a certain point where I, to me, at least past experiences, once a title is put on the situation, and I don't know about other people out there, but that to me breeds and contributes to an expectation. That's like, okay, you're my boyfriend. I am your girlfriend. So this now means we are at an elevated state than we were when you were just randomly hitting me up for, you know, setting up a date that week or something. Like now this is at a new stage and phase. And I think that's normal. I think that's healthy. Um, To me, I take this advice as like prior to that, you have to be careful what you expect. And then even in my experience thus far in relationships is that... 
or even dating situations, let me say it, that's probably a better to, way to say it for me, is to talk that out or make sure you're both on the same page. And then still, as Judge Lynn Toller would say, watch him. <laughs> because even me, like, you can have the best of intentions or you can say, like, you know, yeah, I, I'm cool with whatever the expectation is. Um, maybe the guy says, like, hey, I expect you to, or I like it. I don't know. I guess he'd have to say, I expect. If you're going over expectations, like truly and having that conversation and perhaps he says like, I expect you to cook every time we hang out. I'd be lying if I said, yes, that sounds great. I can do that. Mm, Odds are I'm not going to want to do that. That's just not me. Um, Would I do it sometimes, but every single time? No. So that would be an excessive expectation he would have of me and that probably would not work out, you know? So I, I get what they're saying. Um, again, I feel like these are all just tying into like stuff you should do to not stress yourself out when dating so that you keep your like healthy mindset. Okay. Okay. So last but not least, have fun. But, but don't you love the butts? Have fun, comma, but don't be afraid to be vulnerable. That's fascinating, isn't it? Because I feel like it's fun when people... It's fun. I think it's fun. Yeah, I should say it like that. It's fun when people are like... And I've been there too, where it's like, I'm just dating for fun. I'm just looking to have a good time right now. Just want to hang out, you know. And again, at this age and this stage, like, that's not where I'm at. Um, Being 32 now, that would be to my detriment to just be like having fun. Like... If I'm having fun, there needs to be, like, there's a point to this, dating-wise. Like, I want to have fun, don't get me wrong, but this also needs to be headed towards a end goal of marriage. Like, not just having fun and let's just see what happens. Like, yeah, but you know what I'm trying to say. It, it needs to go in the right direction of marriage. If not, then it's not, it's not, it wouldn't make sense for me. So I get what they're saying. you got to have a balance between having fun and where you want to have fun, but also being vulnerable, um, which is a risky thing. And I like how they, they include in here that if you find someone you click with, that's a really good qualifier, (laughs) which again, I feel like makes a lot of sense, but I've been there where it's like maybe, um, being vulnerable too soon, like, Hmm, be careful. Um, but then also like being too closed up. And I think that's a good sign. Your comfort level with somebody, um, assuming that you're in a healthy space, that if you're comfortable enough to be vulnerable and you're also receiving that back, that that can be a good sign. Not always, of course, but um, yeah, that's tricky. I think this just all goes into saying that like, at least for me and you guys know, you know, if you've been listening or if you, especially if you know me personally and my actual like nitty gritty of my dating situations, like it's tricky. It's complicated. Like family relationships are complicated. Friends are complicated, let alone like basically a stranger that you are choosing to get to know. And then having to do that on repeat, who knows how many times over 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, hundred times to see if you guys click and see if this is the one, you know, or like the one for you. Um, so yeah, it's, 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 it's an interesting experience. Um, but as I said on here, like, it doesn't mean you have to sacrifice your mental health, which I really love. Um, 
because I think that's so important, especially now with, like, how this year has been. It's, like, at this point, dating is hard and rough, but it's, like, not something that should bring, like, a ton of extra heartache and stress and headache and stuff. There's enough going on to be concerned with, you know? So, at least that's the goal. I sound all, like, you know, I say that now, and then it's like, well... When you get in the situation, there's there's going to be trials and challenges, but just trying to work through them. But again, very easy to say when you have no man and you are currently like taking a, you know, a bit of a break, not a long break. I don't want it to be a super long break, but from dating, um, easy. It's easy to say all these things. It's when you're actually in it where it counts, but yeah, so I hope that this was helpful to anyone, someone out there, or you could relate to any of these things, and God bless you, pat on the back, virtual hug, if you are already doing these things, um, I would be surprised if you're not already married, because then you're basically doing a really freaking good job of dating, and taking care of yourself while you're dating, which is awesome and phenomenal, so hope you guys um, enjoy the next couple weeks and I will be back with another episode on the 15th um and just to summarize again in case anyone's just hearing this at the very end um this was from Talkspace their recommendations of tips to keep your mental health um in a good spot while you're dating so number one try not to be jealous two manage the anxiety of your partner cheating three Try to apply logic to love. Four, be prepared for... Ver- <laughs> that's that's so funny to say because it's like... Oh, four, be prepared for rejection. That's a hard one without laughing. Cause it's like, oh, that's a hard one. Five, don't have excessive expectations. And lastly, have fun. But don't be afraid to be vulnerable. So, yeah. Hope that um, you guys got something out of this. And have a lovely, lovely evening. Talk to you guys later. Bye.